George Lamming's 1956 essay, The Negro Writer and His World, is such an interesting piece for a number of reasons. <clears throat> the first, and this is more about the history of ideas, the piece was uh, delivered at the 1956 Paris Congress, which uh, we've read previously and discussed previously uh, two pieces from that Congress, uh, uh, M.A. Césaire's Culture and Colonization and Frantz Fanon's essay, uh, Racism and Culture. What the 1956 Congress was about, and Césaire's essay really embodies this <clears throat> in the boldest way, the Congress was really about establishing the terms of diaspora. How could we talk about a black or African diaspora? What are those senses of unity? What are those things that bring the, um, the varied experiences of colonies across the Atlantic world? What brings them into some sense of unity? What is the thread that holds them together? Uh, Fanon has a very different piece, of course, but um, very much like Césaire, he's interested in the ways that colonialism works at the level of culture to make us into, um, <clears throat> to make us uh, think about questions of, of race and racism as somehow outside of culture rather than embedded in the very foundations of culture. I think that for all their differences, Fanon and Césaire have a similarity there, that what they're talking about is cultural transformation that makes a different relationship to blackness possible. Where they go with that is very different. Fanon goes in, in, in a way to sort of affirm the broad sense of, of the oppressed in his work, especially later in The Wretched of the Earth, <clears throat> whereas Césaire uses that transformation of ideas of culture and alienation to start talking about um, to start talking about how culture can be reinvented on, on, a, on the basis of negritude poetry, negritude ideals and ideas in order to revitalize a sense of black culture through an affirmation of African civilization. That's all that piece. But Lamming's uh, contribution to this Congress is really uh, singular. I mean, it, there's no other piece like it in the collection. The, the essays were collected in a an issue of Présence Africaine, which was published in 1956 that same year. And it's important to sort of have a sense of context there with Lamming. He's a, an Anglophone Caribbean writer whose early work, both fiction and nonfiction, was really interested in thinking about how writers from colonies, from colonized people, or maybe, uh, you know, in the moment of, of of, uh, of independence, of, of ending colonial rule, how those writers could establish a tradition of black writing without a pre-existing tradition. That is, how can you have a Caribbean writing, writerly tradition without a history and legacy of Caribbean writers? Because those Caribbean writers, this part of the structure of colonialism and enslavement, right, does not produce a literary tradition. So the tradition is getting off the ground. Really, in the Anglophone Caribbean world, Lamming is one of those very first black Caribbean writers to write what becomes, and we can talk about now, as the Caribbean tradition. So part of Lamming's critical work, that is part of his nonfiction, is to understand his own fiction writing as a novelist, but also the writing of others in the moment and others to come. 
how they are going to understand themselves as writers in relation to this historical moment where there is no precedent for who and what they are as writers and thinkers. In this essay, The Negro Writer and His World, Lamming does such interesting and important things, right? And it really has a three-step argument, right? And it has a three-step argument that's looped through various kinds of anecdotes and, and excurses or tangents. But the three stages of the writer are really what the essay is about. And there is that first stage of the writer, the writer who has an introspective relationship to himself. At that moment, he says, you know, when you look inside yourself and ask, must I write? And what must I write? Because every writer has to have what we, you know, we could call a muse, what we could just call a, a commitment or inspiration to composition, to creativity. And that is a thing that is common to all writers. All writers have this question, right, of, of um, you know, am I really a writer or am I someone who likes writing, right, likes other people's writing? And so that moment where the writer affirms, you know, this is, this is my calling, this is my vocation, this is who and what I am, is absolutely essential as a first stage and is a universal connection or condition of any writerly self whatsoever. But there's a second stage of the writer, which is the relationship of the writer to the social world. And this is the really formative part of the essay. In that formative part of the essay, Lamming is quick to point out what is actually just quite obvious, which is that black writers have a different social relation than white writers. Black writers have a social relation in which they are always the puzzled over other, the object of a gaze, an object of, of doubt, of concern, of, of patronizing or withering contempt, right? To be a radical other in the world is one of those ways, if not, I mean, it's the primary way in this essay that Lamming articulates the experience of blackness as a social reality. That blackness as a social reality is to have a relationship to an interracial world dominated by whiteness in which your assertion of yourself as a black person is met with hostility, dismissiveness, and so forth. And that sense of dismissiveness and hostility is, as he says, this experience of being radically other. And he puts it with a capital O, to be this other, completely outside of the system of comprehensibility and understanding. This evokes for me very much what Du Bois described as double consciousness, the sense of the, of the writer having an inner self of who and what he is, in the case of, of Lamming, a male writer, uh, who and what he is, but that doubling of that consciousness where it's not simply that I know who and what I am, but also I exist in the world and my writing comes from an experience of existing in the world. And that experience of existing in the world is an experience of radical otherness and radical otherness to myself, not just to the white gaze, but to myself. That is, I must write, I have this vision of the world I want to put into words. And then the social relation that I write from is one that, that forbids me from authentic words for my own experience of my own world and puts me outside the world I might want to write to. However, 
I think what's important about that, what I think is interesting about that, right, and it's what's important for Lamming about the essay, that what's important about that, that experience of radical otherness for Lamming is the third stage of the writer, where the writer writes from himself, writes from a social experience, in this case, the black, or as he is phrasing, the Negro writer, uh, writes from a position of otherness in opposition to the world, right, to be the world's other, that then the third stage is the moment that writing is elevated to not simply what we might call the identity politics of experience and authorship, right, who and what an author is, but rather writing to this higher aspiration of the universal human condition. But what Lamming comes to say in the essay, and this is so important and for me, this is really interesting, is that the universal human condition, right? The human condition as such, where the writer aspires to write from or write to, is an experience that all writers have, that all human beings have, of being misunderstood, of being other, of being estranged from the world. That is, you know, and I, I mentioned this in class a number of times, that Lamming's also just accessing that basic experience we all have, right? Again, a universal experience of not being understood. Whether that's in a conversation, you try to articulate something that's very singular and specific to you and your experience, and everybody tries to immediately identify with it, right? Oh, I know what that's like. Yes, I have that experience too. That's me too. They try to universalize this thing that you're articulating as your own singular and particular experience. And in that moment where you feel that estrangement from the world, that you articulate your singularity and it gets absorbed by others who over-empathize, right, and absorb your singular experience into theirs or into a generalized language of experience, that sense of disconnection, that sense of, of, um, of being misunderstood and not being seen, right, is an experience of being human. And for Lamming is the human condition as such. However, part of the effect of what we would now call white privilege, right, or a sort of sense of white freedom in the world, is to always imagine that you are completely legible and visible and understandable in the world. For Lamming, that's on the one hand, obviously, like a social and political and economic privilege, right, that people treat you differently. But in terms of the thing that occupies the essay, the writer, the place of the writer, the aspiration of the writer, that actually limits the, the, the vision of, of white writers because they don't experience their own sense of being other in the world, their sense of being estranged from or alienated from the world. Right. White writers don't encounter that with the level of like viscerality, right? this intensity of feeling that black people and therefore black writers do. That is, if I say, you know, what is it like to be misunderstood and mistreated right, in a world that doesn't even try to understand you? Right? That, you know, Lamy is saying that's the black social relation. Right? That's the black experience of social relation in an anti-black world. To always be violently and aggressively misunderstood and unheard. 
And while that has the social, political, and economic effects that we can all fill in the blanks around oppression and exclusion and so forth, he's saying that from the position of the writer, what that does is give the, the black writer a kind of special short path access to the universal human condition. That the universal human condition is something that black people already know. Right? That black people already know with this, this sense of intensity and rawness, that's experience, this experience of being radically other and misunderstood and mistreated because of it, that, that, that's, that if, if that's the social relation that black people articulate as writers in their poetry, novels, short stories, then already those stories are the stories of the universal human condition, just told through the perspective of black characters. And so the Negro writer in his world, this the title is interesting because it's like the Negro writer is, you know, those black people who want to be writers at first stage. And then he says, and his world. That and his world, right, the relationship between the black writer and his world is first, right, the second stage, First, the social relation of alienation and estrangement, and also at that very same moment, in the very same time, at the very same time, is a relationship to the universal condition of being estranged and misunderstood and abandoned, sort of wandering and melancholic or, or um, you know, wistful. Uh, you know, and all sorts of different moods that attend to that sense of being misunderstood and abandoned and wandering in the world. But that way that Lamming takes the viciousness and violence of being a black person in the world and how black writing embodies that or engages that and takes it up as a theme and puts it into literature, the way he makes that an articulation of the human condition. And so the most abject people in the world, right, in, a, in an anti-black world, black people, end up being the only people who have a clear vision of the universal human condition, which assigns for Lamming this sort of special elevated status of the black writer, because the black writer is not just the writer of the black experience, but the writer of what it means to be human. <laughs>